cool beans. Fuck, man. So day four, how you feeling? Good. I think all the water's helping. I just really don't like running. Yeah? Not a runner? No. no. Is that you've been, you been running, though, or you do a different cardio? Yeah. I mean, I, I would row if I could row, if there's a rowing machine in my gym. Because that was one thing I did like when I first started working out consistently was rowing. Um, and I really liked it. But, yeah, no, it's just been on running outside in the treadmill, too, when it's been, like, really cold. Yeah. I've been loving running. Um, I guess quickly for we we ended off the last episode talking about starting a challenge so uh, we can run run people through it quickly. Um, basically, we're calling it Growtober and Growvember. It's going to run to the end of November, and uh, it's basically ten simple tasks that you got to do every every single day uh, without fail. And uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a free form challenge. Like every it's it's something that you should do on your own time, like for yourself, but. Um, we started up a group chat. We got a, a couple of people talking to each other. Um, and I think in this episode, we can really dive into what we've been feeling and, and benefits to, to a lot of these tasks. Yeah. I don't know. You said simple <laughs> running and drinking a gallon of water a day. Isn't that simple? <laughs> well, they're simple. They're simple on their own, I think, but exactly where, yeah, where yeah. when you combine all 10 of them and do them for 60 days straight, that's when it gets, uh, interesting for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes, do you want to hop into each one here and just dive into all that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think first at a high level, uh, it's been, for me, well, it's, what, day four now? I started two days early, so I'm on uh, day six here, I guess. But um, i just been feeling, like, crazy good. Uh, it's honestly, I, I knew I'd feel good, but this, this like, early into it, I already, like, just feel so much better. I'm I'm peppy all the time. I'm happy. Uh, physically, I feel good. I'm obviously a bit tired and get sore quickly, but, um, it, it's crazy. The, the transformation I felt, have you felt any of that? Yeah. Things, a lot of the things I was doing before, um, the biggest one that's changed is, uh, is the running and the cardio, I guess. Um, but for me, it's just been running. Um, yeah, when I do cardio in the morning, it's, uh, I find that like, I, I don't enjoy doing it. <laughs> yeah. I will say that. But afterwards, like I wake up easier. Like if I kind of just jump right into it, um, it's just like, I just wake up right after that, just get my heart rate, get the blood flowing and just like can work easier after that, as opposed to like, just get rolling out of bed and then trying to go right to work. Um, yeah. So I find it kind of kickstarts my morning, the cardio. Yeah, That's probably the you, biggest man. difference I see. The, uh. If there's one one way I like to kickstart my morning these days. It's forcing myself in the cold shower first thing when I wake up. Um, it's absolutely brutal, like the worst thing you can do. And half the half the time I'll end up standing outside the shower for three minutes trying to t talk myself into it. Um, <laughs> and eventually I get in there, but damn, that'll wake you up, man. But it it really does suck taking that first step into the shower. But um, I think it it gives a bigger picture of what this challenge is all about. Um, kind of conquering like those little mental barriers is is really what you're going to gain the most from this challenge. And I think that's what, what people need to realize, that it's not just some like fitness challenge or it's going to make you drink more water, like stay hydrated, stuff like that. It, it's really a, a mental toughness thing at, at the highest level. Yeah. Well, it's funny how we both have different things that we're struggling with. Like, see, for me, the cold stuff is uh, it's so easy because I've just been doing it for like months now. And it's like, I'm going into baths outside when it's 10 degrees out and there's 30 pounds of ice in it. Um, not to brag, but, <laughs> um, but then, and then you like for running, like it's easy for you to go out and run. But the big thing though was water, man. Like the one time I kind of, I, I kind of figured that would, that would be a big, um, like health benefit. Well, not, well, not necessarily health benefit. Well, probably, but, um, in terms of like energy and just feeling better. Cause there's, when I drove back from Idaho the last time, I think I had like seven or eight bottles of water just in the seat next to me. <laughs> and I drank all of them within seven hours. And then I think it's like 500 milliliters each. So I drank almost, was that almost a gallon? Yeah. yeah I guess eight, eight bottles, uh, eight bottles would have been a gallon. So it's a gallon just in, in that seven hours. But yeah, no, I felt really good the next day. Um, maybe it was a placebo. I don't know, but, um, the water definitely. I do feel better though. Yeah, but it's it's tricky, man. And if you if it's one of those like 
things. If you don't go, if you don't really stay consistent with it throughout the day, you're gonna have a rough, uh, rough afternoon, a rough night. If you if you leave yourself three liters to drink within <laughs> three hours, yeah. Um, and I've done it once or twice, but yeah, I mean, and, and I think I guess we can dive into that specifically. Um, like that each challenge I think has its own kind of unique benefit, uh, and then bringing it all together with the like the ten of them every day. It, it really makes the challenge. I think in my mind, it's like the perfect development for like for self-development, mental toughness, uh, physical well-being, and all kinds of stuff. So, and by that, I mean like specifically for the water, uh, as I mentioned, having to really think about doing it throughout the day, like planning your day and, and s making sure you get it done to avoid struggling later on in the day um, is super reflective of so many other things. Uh, oh, for yeah. example, like if you have 20 tasks to do in the week, um, don't wait until the last day to get all 20 tasks done. It's got to be like consistent work throughout the week to save yourself the misery. Um, and just that is like a perfect example, I think. And yeah, and like cram studying too. Just teaches you not to cram study. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it seems silly. It's like just drinking water, but like yeah. try it for a couple of days and you'll see. You'll be like, I'm doing it. I'm drinking a liter in, as, as soon as I can in the morning to avoid it down the line. Yeah. No, it's good, man. I think... Um, and I think to the, it's, it's, it's more of a physical thing for us, like the, like the aspects of the challenge, right. Um, which I think is good because to focus on the physical first, um, like you're just going to be, you're just going to feel better and just, um, I find like when I'm feeling better physically, I can do more things, um, when it comes to like work and stuff like that are more mental, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. And I think especially that's true because. Um, I think the, the easiest way to really challenge your mind is to push your body to like to its physical limits. Yeah. Like it, it, it's really hard to say, oh, I'm going to challenge myself by trying to study for eight hours straight. Um, whereas if you go to the, if, if you go for a run, it's like, it, it's really just a fight against you, against your mind. It's like, I'm only going to like, I, if I stop, it's because my mind is making me stop. And if you can just keep going for it, like. And that's what people say sometimes. Like I, I remember a couple months ago, I was talking about uh, just trying to do a marathon, like with no training. Um, and I got talked out of it eventually, but it, it's like, people think it's impossible, but really at the high, like at, at the truest level of it, like nothing is stopping you from running a marathon, except your mind telling you that you have to stop. Obviously like with the exception of breaking your foot or breaking out your knee. And, and I'm not saying it's a good idea to run a marathon on no training. But people need to realize that like in 90% of cases, the only thing that's stopping you is your mind and your body is, is capable of doing crazy things, but your body con your, your mind convinces you that you're incapable, uh, before you even get to that limit. Yeah. Do you think, you, do you think you'll ever run a marathon? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna do it and my dad ended up talking me out of it cause I, I there was too short notice and he said, you'll just like, in like long-term injure yourself. But, um, uh, I'm thinking next year they, they have a Montreal marathon every year. So I'm going to try that. If not a marathon, I'll do half marathon, but. Oh yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. I, my, my parents did them one time. They, uh, I think it was Vancouver they did. And then like right after they hopped in a car for 12 hours or it, it was a long time. It was like for a long time. They hopped in the car at, and didn't even stretch. Said <laughs> just the cramps were the worst. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's how it goes. I think, but. But again, it's like, you, you just got to do it and, uh, it, it'll suck. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be fun, but yeah. you're, you're, it's possible, man. So, I mean, yeah, we covered the, uh, water one. I think obviously another important one is the exercise. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, beyond like the, the physical benefits that it has, the strength training is really going to help you get in shape. Uh, obviously the cardio is going to help you get in shape as well, tone down, uh, tone down that, that fat or whatever it might be that, that your goals are, um, and building up that, like your cardiovascular health, which I've mentioned before is like one of the most important things to kind of building up your longevity. Um, but even oh, yeah. beyond that, like the, the mental implications of the strength training and the cardio are just as important, if not more important than the, the physical benefits, especially when you're doing it every day for 60 days. Yeah, no, I, I love it though. Um, I think like we were talking about like the water and kind of just battling your mind. 
I think the mental, a big mental aspect that I find with working out is when you see that progress physically, um, like, oh, I put the work in and I like, I see physically, like, this is like, I'm seeing progress. Like I'm gr- I'm growing, I'm, you know, um, I'm getting stronger, whatever, like it's measurable. Whereas sometimes if you're, you know, you could be working on, like you can work on a business and you, you might not be seeing measurable, uh, progress. Whereas in the gym, it's like, if you work hard, you're guaranteed to see uh, measurable progress. And that kind of just makes you believe that, you know, hard work, hard work, uh, will pay off into some, into some measurable progress, uh, in, in the future, if you just stick to it, you know? Yeah. 100%. And it's, it's a perfect example of one of those things that day to day, like you're not going to see any changes, but take progress pictures working out every day for a month. Um, and you're going to see a big difference within even just one month if you do it consistently. Yeah. Well, if you do it intense too, like, um, I know a lot of people when they work out too, they like people, I I, I go go to failure on like every set pretty much unless I'm like deloading for a week. Um, and a lot of people are like, what, how, like what? But that's just kind of how it's always been. And, um, I don't know. I mean, some people might not go every set, but if you're not trained till failure, I don't think you're going to see way less growth. Um, in my, that's just my opinion. That's just my experience with it. So. No, 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's uh scientific. I like, I'm pretty sure that's pretty accepted scientifically. Yeah. Uh, and people, any, anybody who says otherwise is kind of just, uh, trying that's to make themselves feel more comfortable. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I also, I try my best to train till failure every set. I think, uh, when people say like, no, you got to do like four times 10, like if you're doing four times 10 at the same weight, every, every set, it's like, clearly you're not going as hard as you can on your first set or yeah. it, 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 like all those kinds of examples, you know? Yeah. Well, it, that means you're not even fatiguing your muscle. If, if you're just, um, if you're lifting the same weight for the same amount of reps for every set. Um, yeah, yeah like I'll go like, for a like, I'll, usually I'll try to aim. I'll just drop the weight instead of dropping the the reps. But sometimes like I'll I'll change it up and just go same weight, less reps, or like more weight, less reps. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a big one. Is training till failure. Yeah, and I think even tra- training till failure. Not only is that like the best way to grow, like uh, induce hypertrophy. But man, that's a mental challenge, like to really, and, and that's, I'm talking about like real failure, not failure when you're like, oh, it's starting to hurt, like failure when you're not able to lift that shit off your chest. Yeah. And that's like a real, like you conquer your mind when you get to that point. And to oh, do yeah. that on a daily basis is like, it, it's so beneficial. Uh, it feels so good when like your last rep lasts 10 seconds because you're just like, yeah. oh, yeah. And no, that's what I, I mean when I say I that the it. gym is, is just is as much mental as, as it is physical. Um, it's like the best place to train your mind, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, that's like the first, um, what was it? Probably like four months or three or probably three or four months when I, when I was like starting to get really consistent with it. Um, I was just like in my feels, you know? Uh, so I was like, I was going so hard, man. Like one time I made myself throw up cause I was, I did like abs and cardio and God like, damn. yeah, no, I just, that, that's, that's, I just have a negative, uh, association with cardio, man. I just, that's just why I don't like running. Yeah. No cardio um, is, yeah, I've yeah, <laughs> a couple times doing cardio as well. Um, yeah. I remember we did a, we did like a family triathlon a couple of years ago, me, my dad and my sister. Uh, it was a while ago. I think it was like five or 10 years. Um, and I was doing like the running portion of it, but, uh, yeah, I, I got to the end of the run. First of all, I ran further than I had to by, by mistake. Uh, like they, they pointed <laughs> me the wrong way and I ended up running an extra two or three K for some reason. Um, got to the finish line, yacked my brains out. And, uh, but we, we took, I think we were third place or something. So it was a good time, but cardio will, will get you, man. If you really push yourself, like, yeah. but again, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, you're going to throw up, but. It doesn't mean you like you can still move. Like your body's not incapacitated. Um, yeah, I would say I don't. I don't like. I'm not gonna trade until I throw up anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just don't. I don't like throwing up. I mean, maybe you're different because you you tend to throw up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken yeah. wings, man. Cardio, alcohol, beer. What, what doesn't make you throw up? <laughs> uh, not much, honestly. Water, maybe. 
I can chug water, man. I've been I've been chugging so much water. I have fun with the four liters, man. Like I, I don't know if you saw the uh, the video there I sent. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was just me barreling like a liter and a half of water in like <laughs> five seconds. I know. Um, well, yeah, that, those boat races in Idaho, man. I I saw your talent for it. Yeah. Oh, I've gotten better too, man. Wait till next. Oh, year. really? Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, I haven't gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> I've hardly taken a sip of alcohol since then, man. Actually, yeah. it's not Pete, but yeah. There's an event, uh, j- uh, event tonight. It's called a uh, r- racing pub crawl. So you like run between, I think it's like 10 bars, uh, like drink one beer at each bar. Oh, jeez. So gonna, there's going to be some yakking going on. but ten, It's 10 of them. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact number, but it's a lot, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, so no. I'll probably get a bit gutted tonight, but anyway. Not for me, man. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so um, I think, yeah, the, the workout's obviously mental and physical, super important, and it's kind of a staple of the challenge and, and of any really mental mental strength challenge, but uh, that naturally kind of progresses into the progress pictures. It's another one of the tasks. Yeah, you mentioned how important it is to kind of look at your progress over time, and yeah. progress pictures are really going to be the best way to do that. Um like I said, every day you're not going to see much, but looking back at it over 30 or 60 days, uh, it's yeah. going to be a huge confidence boost. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what I was saying too. Like when you can see those that, those physical that physical progress, like um, it's right in front of your eyes, right? There's no there's no denying the progress. Um, just makes you believe, man. believer. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, and you just also have to realize that like as much as that's one of the cases where it's most uh, apparent and like tangible, it does apply to really anything. It applies to growing a business. It applies to like how much you're studying. It applies to uh, pretty much everything in your life. Like as much as you might not see progress every day, if you really work towards something uh, effectively, you're going to see progress in the long term. Oh yeah. Can't lose unless you quit, man. Yeah. Exactly. We've said that in like multiple episodes now. (laughs) It's actually like one of my favorite quotes these days. Oh, you see, that's what, have you seen the the clip where LeBron, he's talking to some soccer player and he goes, the soccer player is like, uh, I really like to like, my my coach, he said, um, make yourself uncomfortable. And then LeBron's like, that's my favorite saying. That's my, that's my favorite saying. (laughs) I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah, This one actually is up. This one actually is my favorite. Yeah, it's a good one. But um, yeah, and also I think one that people don't, uh, that, that kind of gets overlooked with the progress pictures is like, it seems like such a small thing, but even me, like it's day four and half the days, like I won't take a progress picture until 4 p.m. just based on like forgetting and focusing on like the this things that seem bigger. Um, and I think it's a good example of like, there's always going to be small tasks that you got to keep track of, even though it, they seem like so simple. Um, mm-hmm. it's good practice to kind of keep little things in mind and, and make sure you get them done. I find when I, when I write them down, like when I write down everything I need to do, I just do it. Like it's, I just find it easier to get through all of it. And yeah, like I, I find like a very big difference co- compared to days where I write my tasks down compared to days that I don't. Um, and just my productivity, like when days I, when I don't write them down, I'm kind of just like, Oh, should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't just do anything at all. Um, but when I write stuff down, it's like, okay, I got to do this, that, this, and you kind of just make sure it gets all done. Even if you don't finish them all, um, you'll get, I get, I find that I get more done than if I wouldn't have wrote them down at all. So yeah, no, hundred percent agree. I mean, I write them down like on my, in my notion app. Uh, I'm not sure if you you've used notion. Yeah. You've used notion a couple of times, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean, I have this whole like productivity system in notion. So I just write them in there, but, Oftentimes, like I'll just forget to go into the app until later in the day, and mm-hmm. uh, if I don't keep track, I'll, I'll just be like, and, and it, it, they'll come up during the day. They'll say, "Oh, I haven't done my productivity, like I haven't done my progress picture yet," but I'll be like, "Oh, it's fine. I can just do it later." Or same with the cold shower. I'm like, "Oh, I can. I'll do the cold shower after I work out. It'll be easier, stuff like that." Um, yeah. And it's always like, and I've noticed it so much in the past four days. Like, there's all your your brain is just always trying to make excuses of like putting stuff off or. Um, not doing stuff in the moment or stuff like that. Uh, and it, it's so interesting to kind of navigate those, those barriers and learn to kind of conquer them. 
Yeah. I find like with, when it comes to school, um, at least in the past, I've been, I kind of like put stuff off. And then until I see a, a negative consequence, like a bad grade, then I'm like, okay, now, uh, yeah, no, no, no more of that. Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah. I, for some reason, it's like, it feels like it's almost naturally rooted in everybody. I don't know if it's the way we were, we were raised or stuff, but like procrastination is such a big problem for like the large majority of people. I just want, I think it's like, for me, it's the distractions or, well, I don't know. I mean, like, it's also just, I'd rather work on AI accessible than, than school, but I don't know. I think but when, even... when, but when like the stresses come to school, then I'm like, okay, I don't want to be stressed about this anymore. So now it's time to get down to work. Yeah. Agreed. But I, uh, I mean, you, you, I think you said it well with distractions. Cause even like before I had any, anything going for me, any business or anything to work on. Uh, like I was not working on school until I absolutely needed to. Uh, I was playing video games. I was taking naps. I was doing whatever I could to avoid doing that. So really mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's, there's just always something that's kind of more dopamine uh, intensive, I think. Yeah. Well, man, last year, like there was a lot of things I would do before I, I do schoolwork. Like basically I would either I'd watch Seinfeld before I before I do school. I'd play poker, watch poker, <laughs> um, yeah, sleep, eat. Like I literally just eat. I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I could do school, but I'm I'm now I'm just I'm hungry. I just I'm decided that I'm hungry. Yeah. So I'm like, agreed. <laughs> um, Big poker yeah. guy. Eh? Yeah, man. Oh, don't even get me started right now. My one roommate, he's like, he, he cleaned you. Well, he's just like he's not. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's playing okay, but his, he still has to ask. He's like, well, does a flush beat a straight? Does, <laughs> does three of a kind beat two, two pair? Like still. And he cleans it out still. Well, it's cause dude, he gets like the, he gets like these insane hands, like every time, like, like every hand is just, he's winning. He also just plays super conservative now. And I'm just, I just, I get too impatient, but <laughs> The other day, actually, I got my first straight flush and he was like, I was like, oh, I have you rinsed. I have you mounted. It's like, I'm going to like rinse you this hand goes all in. I was like, I guarantee you, I will win this, this, this hand. Like I will do anything like seriously, like name it. I'll do it. I'll like, there's no chance I'm losing this. I'm with a straight flush. Um, yeah. And he's like, oh, I had two pair though, but he had like a kid, like there's a pair of eights on the board. He had a king and a pair of sixes. But the pair of sixes doesn't even count because, like, there's a pair of eights on the board. You can't use yeah. six cards. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's cleaning me out every time somehow, except for when I get a straight flush because it's the only good hand I can get now. Yeah, hey, man. I can, I can go for you hours, work man. on your game, man. Focus on yourself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> man, I was, like, last year I was just cleaning everyone up, like, playing every day. I'd play every day. But that's because I was so, like, focused. Like, if I could – if I focus on poker, man – Ooh, I could be dangerous because like dangerous, last year, eh? last year I'd like watch poker for hours a day and then I'd play poker for hours a day. And I would, and like, even like online, I was cleaning up on bet on a uh, poker stars.net. Uh, like there was like, there was like one time within like 20 minutes, I made like two fifty us. Okay. Um, Not bad. Yeah. No, just, but poker stars is, uh, is dangerous. Cause you can play like, there's a mode that you can play on where you just, Every time you fold, you just hop into a new game and just get new cards. So just it goes super fast. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. You got to be real careful. I mean, yeah, any any gambling is dangerous, yo. It's Don't not gambling. Gamble. You know you're going to win. Don't gamble. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we talked kidding. about – what did we talk about here? We talked about drinking the water, the strength, the cardio, progress picks. Um, obviously, oh, another big one is the waking up. Waking up at oh, yeah. seven. I mean, I think it's an easy it's an easy one for both of us for sure. Um, yeah, but for yeah, a lot I'm of people, back to especially a lot of my friends who who kind of wanted to try out the challenge, and uh, this was the biggest this was the biggest worry for them. They said, "I can't wake up before seven. I was like, "Come on, man! Come on, man! That's too easy." Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I've I don't know how like I've, I've been able to stick with it because last year. Well, I think last year I was like trying to wake up at five and like just right away. Whereas this year I kind of like slowly, like I worked it back from like, I was waking up at like eight and then I was like 20 minutes earlier, 20, 20, 20, 20. Also not drinking too. I've been able to sleep better. 
Um, but I've also just been able to go to bed earlier. So it kind of goes hand yeah. in hand. Like you just slowly shift it and then both ends. Whereas instead of like, if, if you just, if you, if you're used to waking up at nine and going to bed at 12 or one or even like, and you, and then you go to bed at 12 and wake up at six and you only get six hours, then it's like, you're, you're just going to be, uh, be tired. Um, I, I think like I yeah. need, I need and then seven you're not going to get anything done. Yeah, exactly. And then you just, yeah, yeah. And I think everybody has day. that, that limit. Yeah, yeah, everybody has sure. some limit that they they have, uh, and obviously that that limit can change over time if you really do uh, train it. But definitely uh, yeah. be, be cautious and don't uh, don't just undersleep for the sake of the challenge. But well, some, but also don't people... make an excuse for yourself. Yeah, no, I think like don't you don't like saying that you need nine hours or ten hours a day. Like that's ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, I think seven. Like maybe maybe you need eight. Like I understand if you need eight, um, for me, I, I thought I needed eight, but I find that I'm, I'm doing pretty well on seven. So I mean, give it a try, uh, with an open mind too, but yeah, I did like some people say they sleep like three or four hours. I'm like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, no, how you do that. That can't be healthy. Um, no. but yeah, we, we mentioned, I mentioned, don't make an excuse for yourself. I think that is another huge crucial part of the challenge. Uh, it's obviously not one of the, the core tasks or anything, but, um, I've had like four or five of my buddies now come to me, uh, come to me. Like, I don't know, obviously it's just a personal challenge, but I mean, since we started it, they're asking me about it for like the, the thing. Um, but they'll say, Oh, how about, can I do this instead of doing cardio? Can I do one, can I do one workout every two days instead of two workouts uh, in two days? Um, can I, can I drink this instead of drinking water? Um, oh yeah. And I think it's so, uh, it, it's, it's like, obviously you can do whatever you want, but the whole point of the challenge is to take on exactly what it says. Stop making excuses for yourself and prove to yourself that you're able to do it, even though it's not necessarily things that you kind of see value in right away that you're not sure are going to be like instantly beneficial to you. Yeah. It's like I was saying earlier, like the saga boy said, man, it's to make yourself feel uncomfortable, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or there, there's other yeah. ones that'll, there's other buddies that said like, oh yeah, I'll do everything except this one. And then it's like, it, it takes away from the whole point of the challenge though. As soon as you, as soon as you make that one kind of adjustment, it's like, it's just going to compound into every day. You're going to be saying, Oh, it's okay. I don't need to do this today because like, it, I, it doesn't, yeah. it, I don't need it. Um, and that's the other one. I don't need it. Yeah. Nobody needs anything, but if you, if you really want to like transform your life, uh, you need to try something, man. And this is, the, this is in my opinion, the best start for just about wherever you're at in, in your progress. Just getting away from, from being an average man. Exactly. And making yourself uncomfortable. Like I just keep saying. <laughs> yeah so there you go wake up early uh we didn't talk so much about the benefits of it but i we've we've been over it many times before uh best way yeah. to build time into your day and then again uh, don't tell me you're gonna you can just go to bed later and wake up later you're you're not gonna be as productive at 11 p.m as you are gonna be at 8 a.m so uh yeah get that shit out of here yeah well also Excuses, find the, man. The, the distractions the distractions um one thing that I heard though, that I will, I will counter what, what you just said about working better at 11. They say that, um, I don't know how much truth there is to this. I mean, I, it was, uh, it was Huberman talking about it. Um, and he was saying that in the morning, you're more, you're more, uh, logical. Like you're more like you can solve, you can do math better. Whereas in like the, the night and like the later part of the day, you're more creative. Cause I think you're just more like, there's more, they said like you have more serotonin, uh, in, in the night or later in the day and more like dopamine and epinephrine in the morning. And that kind of makes you more like logical. Like there's a correct answer and you, you'll be able to find the correct answer, um, in the morning better than the night, but you also be more creative at night. Um, okay. I mean, fair yeah. enough. I, I, I haven't heard about the, the neuroscience of it and. I was definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but like. No, no. I mean, uh, um, Huberman knows much better than me, uh, and and I was going off straight bro science when I'm saying that. But it, it's yeah. what I've seen for myself. Uh, it's what I've seen from people around me. 
Um, yeah. And just as someone who used to use that excuse so much in, in CJEP, I'd go to bed at 3 a.m. Like, I'd be like, oh, I was working on my homework until 3 a.m. Like, I'm such a champ. And then waking up at 12. <laughs> but it's like, you're not a champ, man. Like, when you look back at it, like, you didn't do anything from 12 to 3. You just laid there and tried to convince yourself that you were working. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and and like like I always say, there's always kind of outliers. Uh, but... The, yeah. it, the chances are like if you're making that excuse it's it's not actually true um, yeah. and if you are one of those outliers well at, at least give the other side a try and, and figure it out for yourself yeah not for sure i think i'm i'm decently creative before i go on my phone in the morning i find like like when i wake up i'll kind of i'll have like my thoughts rambling on or not not like rambling on but I've, i'll kind of be like more how do i say it? like i'm not minded not, not like yeah clear-minded and able to like kind of think of new solutions to certain things um and maybe maybe that's like more logical like thinking of a right answer um it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of a gray area what, what he said like i'm just trying to recall as much as a i can from what from what he was saying about that um but yeah i find that i'm fairly creative in the morning but maybe not like say like after i go on my phone and after i work out um as opposed to like later in the day but yeah I mean, I think, it, yeah, it's also indicative of, like, a lot of this neuroscience stuff, as much as it might be true, like, half the time it's, like, barely replicable or noticeable in real life. Yeah. It's um, probably, yeah. On a day-to-day -day basis, you're going to feel completely different in the morning and at night. So, I also am not even up that late, so I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so what are we at here? Uh, water strength, cardio done, wake up done, um, progress pick done, diet. Let's do diet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like I've all summer I've been eating pretty good. Uh, yeah, like the, the no cheap, well, the, the, the no cheap meals are, is a rule in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretty much. I mean, we kind of left it open. Stick to a diet. Yeah. What anybody, well, anytime anybody asked me like, what does diet mean? Like, I don't want to stick to a diet. I said like anything, as long as there's some constraint involved. Um, and I mean, yeah. I took that like literally for myself, like I, I'm only doing my diet is specifically is two, at least 2,500 calories and at least 150 grams of protein. Yeah. That's mine's just kind of like me and my protein goals, like, which is like 180 grams. So, um, which I've, I've like never had trouble hitting that because I kind of just eat the same thing every day. Um, cause I like yeah, I'm I'm sure you do myself. That. So, well, it's cause I like living on my, living here on my own, like doing all like the grocery shop for myself. I literally just get, um, like what I, what I eat. So Fair. like every morning I'll just have like my oatmeal, my eggs with like, with Montreal smoked meat. Actually, that stuff is yeah? so good. It's Tell so me good. about it. Man. I love it. Um, yeah. Usually an avocado in there. Uh, I always have like yogurt for a snack. Um, I have some hummus. I love hummus. I go through so much hummus. Yeah, hummus is um, good. And then dinners like usually uh, like chicken and rice, or like a chicken wrap. I've been having lately. Um, steaks. But yeah, like nothing like I, I don't really eat out that much though. Uh, like you no used fast to, food. Eh? Used to yeah, last Chipotle, year, like every day, I swear. <laughs> no, last year, because I was living in residence, man. So, I, like, the res food was so bad. I, I ordered Chipotle, like, three three or four times a week. What? And I got Osmos, like, once a week. Um, yeah, no, it was a. Uh, but Chipotle is so good, man. And so is Osmos. It is but, good. Yeah, just, like, cooking cooking for myself, like, eating home cooked food is uh, is better, I think. And now I'm cooking elk meat. It's so good. I have six of, them, six of them in the freezer. I can't wait to get back here on Monday and cook some. Oh, man. You got something to look forward to. There you go. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it sounds like – yeah, I mean, I, I remember you've always been kind of good on your diet, uh, very kind of composed with it. And, and obviously, like, given our uh, – we're all in shape and stuff and we're, we're young guys, it's easy to kind of be able to eat whatever you want and still look good. Um, but for me, it's never been, like – it's always been kind of one of the my bigger struggle points, especially on this ten list of ten here. Uh, past couple of days I've been good, but I'm just so naturally like not hungry that really when I try to make myself eat, uh, I struggle a lot. And not only that, but I get so absorbed into my work, uh, and that and just because I don't have that natural hunger, like it, it never comes to me. Like I'll just completely forget that I need to have lunch. 
or that I need to eat, eat dinner or whatever. If I don't have time in the morning, I'll just head out without anything. Um, mm -hmm. Especially the days where I have to go to school for, for all day, like ha half the time I'll forget my lunch and then I'll I'll have to come home and t to hit my calorie goal, I have to eat double dinner. Um, yeah. So, but it, again, it's one of those things that it, it's it's been great training for me to kind of make sure I stay on top of my my day and like avoid me having to eat 2000 calories after 9 p.m. It's funny you say that because like two nights ago, that's what I did. Um, so I had like a big chicken wrap with like hummus, spinach, cheese and all that. Then I had a protein pancake. Then I had yogurt. Then I had a bowl of, of cereal. And then Jeez. I just, and then I went into a food coma. I slept so good. Yeah. I, like, oh, I, right to bed I get so, I that. get such bad food comas after like high carbs. Especially. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Smoked. But yeah, I, I had the same thing the other day. I stepped out. I think it was like 10 or something right before I go to bed. I check my, like my diet, uh, my, my fitness pal is what I use. Yeah. It's um, good. I like that. And I was down like 40 grams of protein. I was like, oh shit. I go down to my fridge and I just had this pack of like like uh it's called smoked meat turkey breast and it's pretty much just like turkey slices with like smoke like that are smoked um mm -hmm. and i think i ate like i don't know how many hundred grams of those i think like 150 grams just like eating it as if it was a steak um <laughs> and it was terrible but got it done man and then i got i got the meat sweats so bad i woke up like in just a puddle of sweat you ever really? get the meat sweats? I, I never get that, no. Oh, man. When I – yeah, I get it bad. Whenever like, I eat, like, intense protein like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm probably just used to it, though. I Like, I've I've yeah. been eating, like – I usually eat, like, up to 200 grams, maybe even more sometimes. Yeah. Like, um, a key, though, you know what you should try is Quest bars. If you go to Costco, yeah. Quest bars are key. I, I eat, like, one to two a day. And then the Fairlife protein shakes, I think they're, like, 28 or something, 28 grams in there. Well, I, so you have a Quest Bar and, and one of those. It's like you're having 50 grams. Boom. Yeah. No, definitely just, the just bars bar are good. Shake. Um, but I really why I was struggling is because I didn't – I ran out of protein powder and it was like the one I like was out of stock for like two weeks. So I was struggling. Uh -huh. But now I got it in stock. So right there is like I'll have like two protein coffees a day, which is directly like 70, 80 grams. Oh, jeez. That's like half of what, what you need then. Yeah, or exactly. What, what, your, what your goal is. Yeah, jeez. So yeah, anyway, uh, diet and obviously physically, like it's so important to, to keep track of what you're eating uh, yeah. for so many reasons. And also just but just eating cleaner foods, I find. Yeah. I feel so much better. And my energy levels have been so much more, like I've always been pretty, I haven't struggled with energy too much, but I find the past couple of days have been so like consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think in the summer, I really changed when I started eating good and like, um, I will actually mention when I was in Hawaii with Owen a year ago, oh man, we were eating good. Like so much just fish and fruit, like just so much good stuff. Oh, man. even when we were in Hawaii, I swear. Yeah. The but when I was there was for, so for two good, weeks man. and man, cause, because me and Owen went to the 24 hour fitness there and we were like the smallest guys in the gym. Everyone is huge. Like, like the rock, the rock is Simone from Hawaii, right? Yeah. Every, like, like he would look average there like it's crazy Damn. all these samoans i mean I, I think it's the fish like i i found like and even me and owen too like we were working out hard in uh in hawaii like, we felt like we could just go super intense hell yeah um i think the sun too just like being in the sun i i feel really good it gives me energy i remember I that uh you remember that server at paya fish market like the fish restaurant um, the server there was like the most like jacked up server I've ever seen. I was oh, like, this yeah. guy definitely works here just to eat fish and rice every day. Yeah. Well, dude, I would eat fish, like a massive fish and rice platter for breakfast. Yeah. But that <laughs> like, guy, he was like 300 pounds sliced and diced, man. I don't know, 300, probably like 250 though. <laughs> yeah. He was massive, dude. He was scary yeah. looking. Yeah. But there was, there were some guys at the gym, dude, that were just crazy. Crazy big. Yeah. I wasn't going to tell that guy, uh, oh, you, you, I actually ordered mashed potatoes, not fried fries. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> he just looks at you like, you sure? You sure you want me to change up your order there, buddy? Well, I mean, if, if you would have said, like, you don't want fries, he would have been like, respect, man. Respect. Respect, man. <laughs> Let me bring an extra fish. <laughs> yeah. Funny times. Um, yeah. So diet's good. 
Um, no drugs. Pretty self-explanatory. We've been over it so many times. Uh, if you can't go 60 days without drugs, um, it's pretty yeah. brutal. We were going to put alcohol on the list, but I mean, we realized us ourselves and uh, a lot of people doing this challenge are university students. Um, and I, I personally don't think there's any problem with drinking in a social context, like very moderately. For example, yeah. like I'm going out tonight, I'm planning on drinking a, at least a decent amount. Um, and I think that's fine. Uh, obviously like the ideal case is not drinking, but you gotta, yeah. you, something's gotta give at some point. And, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all about balance. It's almost been two months for me not drinking though. Like not even a sip. Um, I think it's been about a month and a half. It's probably like in a couple of weeks I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be 60 days. There clean, you go. And, um, yeah, I find it just, I find it the sleep for me, like, and I know some people is different. Like some people can just rally like Owen. I don't know how he I does can that. rally. Oh, yeah. buddy. For, but for me, man, I just don't feel good for like three days. And I just get in really bad moods. Um, yeah. So I'm rallying not tonight, good for buddy. me, man. In a rally, <laughs> hopefully not get home too late, but, uh, tomorrow morning, man, I'll be out there. Yeah. No, I'm cold sure. shower, cold shower on the hangover. It'll be brutal. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, when I start, when I start again, like I might, I might want to go to Miami. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But when I start again, I won't need very much. I'll probably just, you know, a couple, and I'm, and I'm good. I'm good to go. Yeah, it's nice, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, anyway, for for people that are that are vaping or smoking on a consistent basis, like really try to rethink it and do your best to to do what's best for you. Obviously. Um. But it, it, you shouldn't need to be in an elevated state to kind of feel good about yourself. And and obviously that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. Uh, people have, have had some bad experiences or maybe you just got into a bad habit. But uh, it's not impossible to quit and, and just look for the resources that are out there and uh, look out for yourself long term, I think, is, is good advice. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So what do we got left here? Cold exposure. Uh, Kurt's, oh, yeah. Kurt's a big proponent oh, for this yeah. one. Um, and I, I'll let you preach about the, uh, the physical benefits there. But for me, uh, it's been such a good, like mental toughness test, uh, just every morning rolling out of bed and forcing myself to step into the freezing cold water. Um, he's like, that's when you really realize and, and like, you really feel good about yourself when you step into that shower and you finally settle into like, the temperature you control your breathing a bit and you're like I, I just did that like let's go uh and you realize like man nothing's like it's just water at the end of the day if you can't beat water you can't do much yeah exactly um i think yeah i just since i started it in uh july or august it was yeah kind of like mid midsummer when i started um doing like like I, i've i've been taking cold showers for a while but uh, I just recently started, well, I guess it was a few months ago, I started taking ice baths. Um, and I've been progressively getting them colder and colder. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've just found that it's reduced my stress. Um, now, like, I've, I've been doing other things that, like, reduce my stress too. But uh, that's one that, that's big that I feel like, especially at the beginning in uh, in Idaho, like, if I'd be worried about something or kind of, like, in a not-so-good mood, I'll hop in the tub, get out, and I'm just like I'd be like dancing and stuff. I'd just be like ecstatic. Yeah. Um, even like here too, like it, with school, like there's days where I'm just like, man, I I need it. I go do it and I come back and I feel uh pretty pretty darn good. Um, as yeah, and then like like all the stuff that I like the reason I started was I heard uh Andrew or Doctor Andrew Huberman talking about it. Doctor. Doctor Andrew Huberman. <laughs> um, on uh on Joe Rogan's podcast, but. Yeah, so he talks about like the, all the dopamine um, effects, like the metabolism, um, and then there's other guys that, that talk about. It. He didn't he didn't go into as much about the stress, but I found that my stress goes down. I know other people have, have said that that it does it for that for them too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like the thing is, man, there was one day I did it, and it was I did it in the morning, and it was like five degrees out, five degrees Celsius, and I put. I usually go five bags for five pounds or so 25 pounds, but I went six this day. And I think the water that was coming out of the house was, was colder too. Um, but I got in there and it was just like, I'm, I'm usually pretty composed. Like I can go in there and be like, and then I'm 
just like settle in. But this this time, the whole time, I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> like it was it was tough. But then and I was cold for a while. Like I was cold for hours after that. Like I was just shivering. Damn. That one might have been a little bit excessive. Um, but yeah, even yesterday too. Like I I went like going six bags, so thirty pounds is a like even just adding an extra five pounds. So for me, it's like it's like an extra twenty percent. Um, it's uh, it feels like a lot, man. Yeah, it's noticeable the, the water the temperature difference. Yeah, because even yesterday it was a warm day, and like usually I go five bags. Yesterday I went six, and uh, and like the like there's noticeably more ice that's still floating when, when I'm when I'm getting in. Okay. Um, but like even just but just the temperature too. Like when I get out and I'm like, like my my toes feel really cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, especially because like especially when you go into into your neck. Cause I used to kind of like have my shoulders up a bit, but now I've been going up to like the chin almost. Yeah. Um, that makes it way harder. Like <laughs> compared, like it's, it's surprising how much colder it feels when you go up to your neck compared Damn. to just like going up to your shoulders kind of thing. It's, Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wonder, um, do you know if like cold plunges or cold exposure at all has any effect on like muscle soreness and stuff? Um, I like, I don't know enough about, about that to say, but I know, like, have you ever seen, uh, last chance you, I've heard of it, but it's yeah. So, show, right? yeah. So it's a show about these, uh, like, uh, junior college football programs is one in the first two seasons. There was this one in Mississippi and the coaches, they'd always, they'd always like for, they'd have to force the players to get into the ice baths after practice. Um, yeah, I, they they say I think I think I think it helps with blood flow, and then it, that kind of helps with recovery, um, and then I think it also just like numbs soreness and stuff too. I'm I don't know. I'm I'm not. I don't I don't really do it for those reasons. Um, I mean, yesterday I yesterday my legs were really sore, but and I and I got in, but and now I actually feel less sore. So now that I sore. Oh really? Yeah. Well, especially like, like the past two days, like my I've been getting sore, man. Like what's like what's your program looking like for for working out? Uh, I do like push pull legs, pretty much. Okay. So it works out like yeah, every three yeah. days I get two rest days, but it's really like running on after leg day is brutal. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, like I my claws is so tight, and plus like I I hadn't been doing legs for a while, uh, and then I just restarted recently, um, mm -hmm. just because I. I honestly just hate leg day and I don't really care about what my legs look like, but I know it's, uh, it's good for me. So I figured the challenge would be a good time to bring it back in the routine. Um, mm. but yeah, like, so my quads have just been getting so sore after squatting for the first time in a couple months and, uh, yeah. not fun to run on those, those sore puppies, man. Yeah. I find my, like, and I, I do less volume for legs on leg day and I find still like my legs get way more sore than, than any other part of my body. Yeah. Um, same. Yeah, like I think my chest does too. Like my chest gets really sore just because I've like I think I have a pretty good mind muscle connection with my chest, um, and I go pretty pretty darn hard with it. Like it's easier to go till to failure on, on your chest compared to like your back. Yeah, because I find it like my back is is weaker. I like the shortened position compared to the long the lengthened position. So okay. like I can do like half reps at the end, but like I can I go I go till failure on the like the shortened position. So when I can't do full reps anymore, then I do like a bit of half reps, mm. but. I mean, I find like actually my, my lats do get sore. Actually, that's that's one thing. But. Yeah, I was gonna say I think a lot of it is really that just like your legs are the most noticeable because you're walking on them. But first yeah, of all, but, yeah, they're they're bigger and you're walking on them, so you're gonna feel that soreness like throughout the day. Yeah, well, especially my hamstrings and my ass. Oh my god, the glutes. Do, baby. do you do Bulgarians? Uh, not recently. You know, I've done them in the past. Oh, jeez, man. I stick oh, to the man. basics lately. I don't, uh, I'll just do the basic compound lifts and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. I, I like Bulgarians over squatting, man. I just, hmm. um, yeah, that's one thing my trainer at edge, like doing like getting us to do is uh, Bulgarians and like noticeably, like we, we had very few injuries on our team. Um, and he's, and I don't know, I think, I think he said like Bulgarians are pretty good for injury prevention, like, especially in the knees. I've never had knee problems. I've been doing Bulgarians for a for a while. Um, I've had hip problems, <laughs> but, uh, not knees. And they say like, it's pretty good for knee stability. Um, Damn. and my knees have been pretty stable. I think. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Knees are crazy. Cause it, if your knees blow, like 
is mm-hmm. brutal, man. My dad has has been like having trouble with his knees and all his like his his well, my grandfather, his dad had like really bad knees, and it's such an inconvenience. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right, so definitely, yeah, we we went from cold plunges there to to working out a little bit, but um, what else do we have left? I think reading is one of them. Yeah, reading oh, yeah. ten pages a day. Uh, obviously, I mean that that one's pretty self-explanatory. I think. Um, yeah, and just for learning and just, uh, yeah. I, I find it calms me down. Like when I'm feeling anxious and stuff, I'll kind of just read. And I also like it before doing work too. Like, yeah. um, just, it's kind of like a, like for me, I use it as like a warm up to fo- to focus. So I'm like, oh, I just can't like I'm being all distracted. Like, hey, let's read. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of calm the, like I just focus on one thing, just reading. And I kind of enjoy it too. So, and then I can kind of find, I can get to work easier and get distracted a little less yeah and uh, we put a i remember we put non well i put non-fiction non-fiction specifically just because i think uh that's really like what's important to learn obviously like there's some uh some lessons to be learned from fiction books and stuff but i yeah. think really that direct uh directly applicable knowledge is going to come from non-fiction books much much more uh intuitively what have you uh what have you been reading I'm still on uh, the uh, Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. I still have a while to go. It's a big, it's a big brick. Oh, okay, big brick. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's good, man. Uh, and it's like it, obviously it's more psychology and kind of uh, neuroscience based than it is uh, like directly business or entrepreneurship. But yeah. definitely a lot of the concepts like are directly applicable to to a lot of marketing uh, stuff, sales. It's just like no knowing what's going on in your brain is super interesting. Yeah, no, I'm I'm into that stuff too. And I think um, he does he does a really good job about like keeping it low level enough for for anybody to not only understand but also be able to actually like apply it to real life scenarios, which is I think a, a big struggle of like the neuroscience stuff for me, especially some of the stuff Huberman says. It's like mm-hmm. he'll talk about, oh, you got like this level of adenosine is going up and down in your brain all day. And it's like, that's great and stuff. And, and like, I'm sure it's true, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know how the, how the hell to manage my adenosine levels in my brain. It's caffeine. So, I'll tell, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. You want me to tell no, me? I, no, I know that. And, and he tells you ways of doing it, but it, it's more to demonstrate like a principle of it. I'm sure you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand. Um, so yeah, yeah I've been. I'll go for I've it. been reading uh, Hundred Million Dollar Offers and Principles kind of like simultaneously, because like I don't know, I I treat Hundred Million Dollar Offers as like a textbook that I'm just like studying and like taking <laughs> notes on, yeah, and principles I just treat as like casual reading kind of thing. What is principles about? I know it's Ray Dalio, but I haven't uh, heard too much about it. Well, the first part is like the first section is like kind of just his growing up and stuff and starting Bridgewater. Um, yeah. And then the next part, which I'm not on yet, I think it's on like it's on life and work principles that kind of for his decision making going through life that kind of guided him um, for like I think for business and also just for like lifestyle. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, his, it, it's his interesting. Perspective is worth listening to for sure. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to check. I want to I definitely want to read hundred million dollars. Uh, off, sorry, hundred dollar, hundred hundred million dollar <laughs> offers next. Uh, I now look into principles as well. Definitely add them to my list. Yeah. Uh, last one I think here is meditate, um, and this oh, is yeah. an interesting one. I've already had a couple people tell me, "Oh, I'm not doing meditating. This is stupid. Like, I'm just I'm just sitting there for ten minutes. I don't understand. Like, it doesn't work for me." Uh, and it's it's just hilarious to hear because that's exactly how I used to like exactly what i used to say like six months ago or something yeah Um, and then i literally i knew this would come up so i literally wrote it in like the challenge description i said try it for 60 days if after that you still think it's useless like never do it again but don't yeah don't quit after a week um and me I, i had the same thing i struggled for for a while of just like oh i'd try it once once a week or once every two weeks i'd be like oh let's try meditation settle down a little bit and then, then I'd just be like, okay, well, I just sat there for 10 minutes and did absolutely like, it, it did absolutely nothing for me. But um, mm-hmm. now that I've been doing it every day for like a decent bit, I totally am starting to actually see like how this stuff works. And weirdly enough, like, dude, I've been seeing some weird shit now when I, when I meditate, I don't know if it's placebo or what. What do you mean? Dude, like, 
I like I'll like I when I like I'll close my eyes and start meditating obviously and I'll like just see like colors and shit. I, yesterday I saw like an eye. It's like and dude, it sounds like I'm talking about oh, mumbo really? jumbo, but like it's happening, man. Huh? And I've heard about it. It's not like it's not the first time I've heard of it. Like my my girlfriend said, she's had the same thing kind of happen. Is it like is it like the third eye thing? You think like like up in your forehead? No, I think it's. More I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know too much about that, but. No, no, I don't believe in all that, and I don't. I'm sure it's just some kind of neurological, like, uh, what's it called, hallucination or something, or it, it oh, might okay. just be me, like, wanting to kind of see it. So I, I tell myself, I don't even know, but I, it, it's definitely something complicated going on in my head. But yeah, I'm hmm. seeing like some weird stuff, man. That's interesting. But it's never, it's nothing like that. I'm actually be like, oh, I saw like my future or something. It'll just be like random shit. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Damn, I I've, I haven't heard of that actually. <laughs> you like meditating though? I think you. you yeah, do. I, I do. I do in the sauna a lot. I find I can like relax and settle in more better in the sauna. Mm -hmm. um, or or I'll do it before I go on my phone in the morning. But like after I'll like after I do cardio or after I take a shower or whatever. Yeah. Um, because I find if I do it in the morning before I do any of that, then I just fall asleep. Um. So yeah. But I, yeah. yeah, like I, I think if I do it in the middle of the day, it's it's hard. It's really hard for me to just get into that into that zone uh -huh. and like just yeah. focus on. Yeah, because like for me, I just try and like focus on my breath and then, um, just kind of just quiet the mind. Yeah, know? exactly. That's that's how you gotta do it. Yeah, well, because it, it's stuff that I did when I played hockey, um, because I was a goalie, and then it, it's all just mental. Like you try to you gotta like try and quiet your mind. So even like throughout throughout the game and like before the game and throughout the game, I'd just be counting my breaths, just like one, two, just like that. And like the whole game, I'd just be counting my breath, like literally just counting one, two, one, two, one, two. And like changed performance so much when I was able to like focus in and just quiet my mind down by that. Because you just you have no thoughts. Mm. You just think thinking about your breath. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like like I said, uh, I think anybody who's uh, kind of on edge about meditation thinks it's a gimmick. Uh, just try it for sixty days every day, and if you hate it after that, uh, never do it again. But otherwise, it's something that could help you kind of throughout your life. I think so. It's worth a try. Mm. Yes, sir. So yeah, we've been over the ten tasks there. I think I just want to quickly kind of go over uh, at a higher level couple of things I've seen with the challenge, what I've been thinking about the challenge uh, and what I think people could, could kind of use moving forward. Uh, a lot of it we mentioned throughout the episode, but I think a, a little summary could be good. Um, so first of all, if you, if this is the first you're hearing about the challenge and uh, you're like, it doesn't matter that you missed a couple of days, I'd say get on it as soon as possible. Um, and it'll do you just as well. If you want to go a couple of days beyond the end of it, that's fine too. Uh, like I've been kept saying, at the end of the day, it's a challenge for you, by you. Uh, as much as we started the challenge, we're not we're not there to to kind of coach you. We're not there to. We have yeah. an accountability group going, and we're happy to kind of support in that way. I think uh, accountability is is a really good way to keep it going. Obviously, if anyone's just doing this completely alone, it's going to be really hard to stay motivated, and you'll end up convincing yourself like, oh, I like this is useless. I mean, I'm done with this. Um, yeah, no, I so agree. That's a big one. Anything for you? Yeah, uh, I just I think when you combine everything, I think uh, for me it's led. I mean, I, like I said, I've, I've been doing a lot of it for a while now, um, and I've just found a lot of physical benefits when it comes to energy. And then I just find that having more energy allows me to do uh, more things mentally, right? When it comes to like like mental work. Um, so I think it'll not only benefit people physically, but also uh, mentally too, and like with their with their work and everything. Hell yeah! So um, yeah, I mean, start the challenge if you haven't yet. If you have, keep it up. Uh, don't tell yourself that it's useless because it's really not useless. Uh, that's just your mind trying to tell you that. Um, mm -hmm. And the other thing is like, don't make don't make modifications. Don't make excuses. Um, it's not going to be fun for sixty days. It's it, it's going to suck, but that's the whole point. Uh, and just do exactly what's written on our on our Instagram page. The ten tasks. Do exactly that. No, no valid. No, uh, sorry, no, uh, like no modifications. Um, and I guarantee you'll see a big change in uh, 
in your your mental state, but also your physical health and all other aspects of your life. Yes, sir. Make yourself uncomfortable. That's my favorite saying. There you saying. go. That's my, that's my favorite that's saying. The I think that's the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, actually do that, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, hope this was uh, hope this was useful for all of you guys. Uh, let us know if you guys have any questions, if there's anything you want us to cover more in depth. Again, uh, we appreciate the, the support recently. Uh, we love your feedback. And, uh, yeah, check out all our social medias. Leave a rating and review. And we will see you next time. Next episode is Owen. Owen is guest oh. appearance, man. So don't miss oh. that. Can't wait. Oh, baby. I got some questions lined up for him, man. I'm going to grill him. We're going to drill into this guy. We're going to drill into this brick. Yeah. Let's do it, man. I can't wait. All right. Have a, have a great day, folks. See ya.